Okay. Welcome to episode number seven. My name is Shad Brunson, and this is Finding Common Ground, coming to you from an extremely cold, windy, ugly, nasty winter day here in Utah. It uh, has dumped like two to three feet of snow in the mountains and put down two feet to, you know, 18 to inches to two feet of snow in other places. I think I probably got four Four inches all is all of, at my house, but it's mainly because the wind's blowing so hard. It's just not sticking. It's probably all shoved up against my fence. But anyway, last episode, I was talking about it being sunny outside. I was excited for the new um, spring to come. And I was even mentioning the robins that were coming back into town and from being gone for the winter. And I think I even had a touch of allergies that I was complaining about. But now it's come back to bite me, and it's just super nasty outside. Uh, My daughter, our our daughter actually stayed the night last night. She works here in town where we live, and then she commutes home just over the point of the mountain into Salt Lake. And she stayed the night because it was too snowy outside. It just hit so hard that... Um, she didn't want to drive home in the snow, and I'm glad she did. She's she's uh, at home now, safe and sound and, and cozy, and I'm glad about that. It takes stress off for, for you parents who, who know and take care of your kids, and uh, you can't stop worrying about them, especially when they're, when they're out in bad weather. So um, I wanted to touch on a couple things. First of all, I wanted to plug again. Dr. Paul Jenkins, he was on episode number two where we talked about positivity and his book is called Pathological Positivity and his website is drpauljenkins.com and that is drpauljenkins.com and if you go to drpauljenkins.com slash common ground, you're going to be able to get a portable positivity download. So it's a it's a small version of, of uh, I guess it's called posit- Portable Positivity, and it's a digital download that you can take with you and learn about how to be positive. And I also wanted to, uh, again, plug this, because I've, I've still been watching it, and it's, it's just awesome to watch. But watch Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. And you'll you'll get a kick out of it, and you'll you'll thank me for watching that. But again, it's called Somebody Feed Phil. Okay, so I wanted to touch on a on something that um, I'm going to call it the Good News Minute, um, only because it's something that I think I definitely want to celebrate um, the life of my friend Brian Graham, who passed away from a massive heart attack while skiing with his wife. <clears throat> And although it's, you know, that's terrible news, um, I can definitely honestly say that Brian was such a wonderful, positive influence in the time that I had to be his friend. I got to know Brian when I was working for Albertsons. He was a vendor and sold uh, meat, and, meat and seafood products to, to our, grocery, our grocery store chain. And I was the buyer who purchased it from him. And we got to know each other on a pretty personal level. We, we golfed a lot. We would meet up uh, early in the morning, right at sunlight before work, and would golf nine holes. We would go to lunch. We would golf in the, in the evenings. 
he's just a wonderful, wonderful person. <clears throat> and Brian had 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 a divorce. Um, he's got two, maybe three kids. They're they're grown. I've I've met his son Aaron, and uh, been around him, and he's a he's a great guy. But anyway, Brian lived in an apartment in Salt Lake City by himself for for many years, and he developed a an alcohol problem, and. I didn't really know about it. I know he he drank a little bit, but I I didn't know it was a problem until one day he he brought it up to me while we were golfing and we discussed it and he talked to me about it. He was very open and honest about it as well and told talked to me about how hard it was and then he was working on getting getting himself better. And then he met his wife Caroline and they she's from Australia and she's just a wonderful just a wonderful light just love her to death and they got married and moved into a condo in park city and lived up there she had a small business that that provided um it was a small uh, luggage line for uh for ski equipment and the two of them just loved to ski and travel and and live their lives up there in park city and and uh i found out that he had had a heart attack a couple of weeks before christmas and um uh, is gone and it's just left a huge hole um in a lot of people's hearts and and i've got his picture right here on my he's my screensaver uh, right now and he was just one of those people that that never had any judgment any negative judgment towards anyone he just had a a great uh, personality and sense of humor wonderful laugh uh, just one of the guys and he was definitely one of those people that you could sit across from and talk to and know that you're the only person that matters. And I've said this before, and I've said this in probably in a couple of different episodes, but that's such a skill and it's such a gift to be able to, um, you know, when you, when you leave a conversation with someone and know that you were the only person that mattered, that leaves such an impression on people. And, um, you know, the takeaway that I have from Brian is to always remember that and, uh, uh, be negative judgment free. Um, it's as you listen to when we, when we had Paul or sorry, Dr. Paul Jenkins on, uh, that it's hard not to judge people. And there's a difference between being judged negatively and just being judged. Um, we can make judgments all the time and we do, and people make judgments about us all the time. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're they're negative or or in bad taste. So I want to tr- tr- transition over to the topic, which is um, what is common ground, and you know, with the title being finding common ground, I think it would probably be important to know what that actually means. And this is what it means to Shad Brunson. It doesn't mean that you know what I believe and what I've written down here and what I'm going to share is what you should believe. It's just what I have researched on my own. And again, I am not, <clears throat> excuse me, I am not an expert in any way. I'm not um, clinically licensed or, or any in, in any sort of way about this topic. It just comes from true life experience. So uh, there's four points, and I'll hopefully mention, make sure I segregate the points. But there are four points that I want to share. And the first one is to appreciate one another and appreciate one another's interests 
one another's needs and desires. You don't have to agree with everybody. We get that. You don't have to agree with me. I don't have to agree with you. But it's easier to validate that we have different interests, that we have different beliefs, that we have different needs and desires. So once we recognize that and we validate that, you know, others are different from us, that's a huge step. I had to take a drink of water. <clears throat> and I'm going to share a quote here by Hank Smith. And I, I don't know Hank Smith personally. I've just seen, lately I've seen some of his quotes pop up. But he says, quote, If you disagree with someone, you are not obligated to tell them. And how true that is. And I think, you know, in our day and age, we watch, you know, Facebook clips and TikTok clips and all these other things that are out there where people are shouting at, you, shouting at each other, they're yelling at each other, they're throwing things, they're hitting each other, they're, they're violent, they're screaming, having screaming matches. It's just not productive. We all know that, but we continue to do it. And I think we get fed into it and we get dragged into it because of what we see. And it's very important to know that if you disagree with someone, as Hank Smith says, you're not obligated to tell them. So, you know, try to have some self-restraint. I know I'm guilty of it at times. I think we all are, but let's try not to be, right? Okay, number two. Be honest and straightforward. When we enter into a new relationship, we tend to go into it with a, a bunch of expectations. And I think that's just human nature. And, you know, I, I think, but the most important thing is in that area is, you know, those expectations can be dangerous. And I try not to have too many expectations, but it's hard not to. Existing relationships with, with difficult friends and family members can be tricky. And eventually, I think we just have to know and understand that we can only control ourselves. I can't control what you think of me. I can't control, um, you know, you can't control what I think of you. And, you know, we're only in control of our own actions, what we say, what we do. So I think it's important that we just know and understand that. Um, I think many of us shy away from expressing what we need in a relationship out of fear. I think that's an important part. But, you know, you deserve to have a friend, a partner, a spouse, um, whatever the case may be, who understands you and your wants and your needs. And at the same time, they deserve the same out of you. Some people just aren't going to mesh. We, we get that. I remember going out on a on a date with a girl. Uh, I think I was probably probably 21 years old. I went on a double date. I had been set up with uh, a friend of mine and his his fiance. They set me up with one of their friends, and this is somebody I knew from when I was younger in in high school. And she didn't live too far away from me growing up. But anyway, I thought this is going to be awesome. Like we are just going to hit it off. It's, this is going to, I was so excited to be on this date, but it, it was so badly executed. It was, it was one of those nightmare dating, um, episodes that you might see on TV where 
it didn't matter what I said she disagreed with. It didn't matter what she said I disagreed with. It was just a hot mess the whole time. And I don't know why. Like, I remember thinking in on the date, I remember thinking, why is this going so poorly? And I couldn't figure it out. And I think it's just we just had different point of views. We just had, had different personalities, even though that we may have, have been attracted to each other physically or, or whatever. It just it was just a hot mess. But I came away with it thinking, you know, after the fact, I was kind of looking back on it and going, well, I mean, you just can't, you know, you just can't mesh with everybody. But it was kind of funny. I actually talked to my friend about it not too long ago. Um, but again, you're never going to mesh with everybody, but you'll never know until or unless you take an honest approach at getting to know them. So, you know, we can put forth the effort in trying to get to know, um, someone <clears throat> doesn't mean it's always going to work. Okay. Being honest about your needs in a relationship. That's important. You can't always just keep things at a 10,000 foot view. You can't, um, you know hide feelings and deep down desires and beliefs that you have. You've got to be able to establish that stronger connection. And you definitely have to have that genuine concern and respect. Um, and that's, again, like I said, that, you know, going back to my friend Brian, he did. He had that genuine concern and respect for everybody that he met. And when you do that, you'll definitely have a stronger connection. Okay, number three, allow yourself to be vulnerable. And I hate that word. I don't know why. It's just not a word that I use. It's what I wrote down. It's what I researched on. It's a cringy word for me for some reason, but vulnerable. Be, be vulnerable. While many people understand this, they still find it hard to accomplish in their relationship. There are many reasons why people are scared to be vulnerable, and it's often out of fear. And that fear is, genu is probably a fear of being hurt or rejected. I think we have a, a strong innate DNA part of us in each of us that feels, you know, we've, we are scared of being rejected or hurt by someone. Maybe we've even had experiences where we have been rejected or hurt in the past. And so we tend to shy away from that in new relationships. But we do have to just kind of put ourselves out there and, and try again, get back up on the horse. And, um, you know, that's a, an important thing to remember. Okay. Um, yeah, so we can't, you know, possibly establish a true connection with every person that we meet. However, you have to let your walls down a bit in order to let someone through. Okay. Um, this is still number three. Open up and encourage whoever it is to do the same. As time goes on, you will develop um, a mutually beneficial bond. And I'm going to bring up an example. Um, this is a, a political commentary example, but it's, it's, it was super impressive to me of how these two people ended up having such a successful um respect for each other and this has just happened just recently but I'll give you an example so Ben Shapiro and Anna Kasparian Ben has an extremely popular conservative network called the Daily Wire and a highly um, highly um, popular uh, show called the Ben Shapiro show 
Anna herself is a highly respected progressive political commentator. And she is a host on the, the Young Turks and a columnist for the Raw Story. And Ben Shapiro is a Republican. Anna is a Democrat. Up until most recently, the, their most famous interaction, at least I could find, was back in, two, in 2021. And it was a debate on a stage. And I'm not sure. It was probably on a... Uh, it could have been on a, on a, on a campus uh, somewhere. But anyway, um, they had there was a, a moderator of this debate, and the, the topic was capitalism versus socialism. And I won't get into the debate itself, but it was very clear that even though these two had very opposing views, they had something in common. And that is that they could actually debate in a respectful manner without shouting each other down or freaking out in some way like we see so many times now. You can't even watch you know, uh, anything on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or anything in between where people are not shouting each other and losing their minds over somebody's opinion and the way somebody views things. And if it's not the view that I have, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to disrespect you. I'm going to yell at you. I'm going to call you names. And these two have actually found a way to have very beneficial and productive debates together sitting across from each other where they can discuss very highly debated topics and highly sensitive topics and work through them together. And so they've actually joined up, and I don't know if they've given it a name, if there's any sort of series that it's under, but uh, Ben and Anna have actually joined up in in this series of highly productive discussions about all sorts of issues, and I highly encourage you to go look some of these up. I think one of the latest ones, I, I just I haven't watched the whole thing, but it was just, it, the subject was China. You know, how do we deal with China? Uh, the economy, with the military, with the political views, with the subject of Taiwan, how we're, we're handling them, you know, in a, a what do you call it, the foreign affairs and the two of them sit down and actually discuss this and talk about um, how they can actually um, get somewhere. And so go find those. And the ones I have found have been on Facebook. And so um, what I want, why I wanted to bring that up is, is based on my, my intro into doing a podcast. And like I said in my first introduction episode that I, I brought up Matthew McConaughey, the movie star. And it was uh, the time of the Uvalde school shootings. And when he was at the White House and he was having that very um, emotional plea, I guess, White House conference, press conference. He said, and I'll quote again, we are not as divided as they tell us we are. And I talked about, you know, who they might be, who's, t- who's telling us that we're divided. Well, I think that's pretty clear. We can go and look in any, you know, any, any type of media and we'll find out that, you know, we are being told that we are very divided. And, but despite that, we can have other, you know, we can have political views that don't match um, and, you know, obviously social media and the news media 
but we do have the ability, as I've just described with Ben Shapiro and Anna Kasparian, is that we do have the ability to sit down respectfully and actually accomplish something. We can come away posit- you know, positively with something um, after the fact. And, you know, if, if, I, if I meet somebody and we talk without knowing what their political views or their social views are, I can find out if, you know, are you a parent? Yes, I'm a parent. How many kids do you have? I have four kids. Well, I have three. That's wonderful. Well, how old are they? Where do they go to school? What do they like? What do you guys like to do as a family? Are you married? Are you divorced? You know, we can connect without getting into a heated debate about what we believe. You know, that'll eventually come out, but hopefully we understand each other and respect each other enough that that isn't a big deal, that we can still find that common ground to have a relationship and to base a relationship off of. Okay, number four, and this is the final point. Let go of negative judgment and give people a fair chance. We all know that we judge. We judge all the time, and all the time we are being judged. It's just a human way of doing things. And I'm not saying that we judge somebody negatively. I'm just saying we are making judgments about people all the time. A judgment of, I respect them because they're a hard worker. That's a, that's a judgment. I, I judge you because I say you're a good worker. If I negatively judge you, I say, that guy's a, a waste of space. He is a, you know, he's a terrible worker. He's awful at what he does. Um, you know, that would be, I guess, the negative judgment of that. But as we grow and experience different connections and relationships we tend to be a little bit more closed-minded, I think. And so as we develop our own habits and our own strong ingrained beliefs, we tend to, um, I think we tend to go a little bit more closed-minded. Maybe we don't. That's why I need to have a guest on here with me to, to talk about that because I think in time, sometimes we do um, open our minds up, but I think, I think the way things are going now is we're being more closed-minded. And that's, um, I guess that's a, a sad way to go. Hopefully we can change that. Okay, so you may immediately, um, you know, write someone off because they don't share the same views or like the same things that you do. And while it's normal to form preferences when getting to know someone, it's also important to give them a fair chance and to keep an open mind. And again, it's impossible to, to stop judging or to not judge someone and, um, again, go back to episode number two and we can, you know, you'll, you'll hear that, that discussion that I have with Dr. Paul and we do it all the time and with everyone we meet, but it's just how it is, I think, but it's the negative judgment that's harmful and it's something that we can avoid. So again, those are my takeaways. Those are my, I guess, tips and tricks of, in my mind, what is common ground? And, you know, I think it's it's best that we take stock in our relationships. And, you know, sometimes I think we've had those moments where we've, you know, whether it's a family member or some of the, a friend that we've had for a long time, where we kind of review back and say, you know, what am I getting out of this relationship? I don't think I'm getting anything out of it. 
Um, and sometimes you have to make a hard decision of whether you're going to continue to be that person's friend or continue to open up and be hurt, to open up more and be vulnerable, the word that I don't like. Um, but I think we're going to find those people um, that truly get us and that um, we can have that deeper deeper meaningful relationship I have plenty of friends that are very high level but I also have some people that I can have um, some some deep conversations with I've got a buddy of mine that I've known him for years I grew up in the same city we didn't really hang around each other because he's a few years older than me but we started hanging around each other um, on and off over the last 30 years and he's an awesome guy um, and we've we've have the same interests in the outdoors, but we have same int similar interests in in how we view things, um, religiously and uh, you know spiritually, I guess, and 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 just the hard knocks of living and growing up and dealing with difficulty difficult situations, kids and spouses, and uh, he had a his nephew. Uh, tragically passed away several years ago, um, got into drugs and alcohol, and just yeah, that quickly overtook him, and uh, and that left a giant hole in his heart, in his in his life, because they did a lot together, and and his nephew really looked up to him, and and he was basically his mentor in life, just because of the difficult situation and um, time that he had in in growing up and in his life, uh, kind of a a dysfunctional um, family that he grew up in. But anyway, um, just let's just find ways to get on the same page with people. Like I said, I don't have all the, I don't have all the answers, especially when it comes to this stuff. But hopefully, I'm what I'm trying to do here is just generate that conversation and those discussions that we can, um, I guess, find ways to. To better ourselves through communication and uh, let's try to ignore the negativity that's out there and uh, don't get caught up in it I think it's easy to have that overtake us and and we can portray that you know from things that we have learned and, and seen from others but I'll leave you with that I'm gonna go back to the uh, rest of the cold snowy day and and look forward to spring I've been looking at the weather and the uh, outlook doesn't look to have changed much. It's just going to be cold uh, for the next couple weeks. But as we get into, hopefully by the middle of March, hopefully we see things turn and uh, sun starts coming out and the snow starts melting. But looking forward to spring and uh, definitely looking forward to another episode of Finding Common Ground. I hope you enjoy and I hope you stay tuned for more. See you.